Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our NFL Week 8 picks. Our man Achilles Rain is with us. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. How are you doing? We're getting through it. All right, so we'll start out with our mutual picks. Uh, it was not a great week for us. We went 1-5. and five. Oh, my God. We are still above 500. We're at 19 and 17 on our mutual picks, but that that one that one hurt us a little bit. Uh, All right. Bad week. Yes, it, it was. We we had a little bit of bad luck, but uh, that's sort of gambling. Uh, we had the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half. You can thank your Ram Todd Gurley for that one, or the Falcons defense for letting the Lions go 70 yards in 60 seconds with no timeouts. We had the Cleveland Browns at minus three and a half, and the uh, kicker missed the extra point with five seconds left. That pretty much screwed us over. We did have the Carolina Panthers at plus seven and a half. That was our winner. We had the New England Patriots, which at least that Band-Aid was ripped off quickly and early. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing was left to chance there. And then we had the Seattle Seahawks at minus three and a half, and... I don't know. We probably had 15 chances to win that game, including the one where the stupid uh, field goal special teams guy jumped off sides and then leaped over the guy and got a personal foul penalty that let the Cardinals get back into the game with the touchdown. So fun week of mutual picks. You know, when we were going through our picks, it sounded so good. Like it sounded like we pretty much had a lock on that week and after watching the games and hearing you go through our picks again. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> well, we, we subbed the Browns out for the Raiders. So I don't know which is worse losing on that stupid extra point or, uh, just taking another new England Patriots, like uh rip bandaid off this thing's over in the first quarter. Yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, we probably did the, the best, uh, best we could with those two games, but either way it would have been announced. So, yeah, we probably should have bit the bullet and taken the Packers on the road. <laughs> All right. We'll go to our mutual picks this week. Uh, first up, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Well, no, that's not first up. That happened last night, and we're recording this on Friday morning. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad we're doing this on Friday morning because – you know me, I've got some Carolina love lately, and uh, I probably would have taken Carolina, which would have backfired. Yeah, I know. All right, so we'll move on to the games that have not been played. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are minus three and a half. I'm feeling the Ravens a little bit here. I, I don't love this spread. It's That half point makes me cringe a little bit, but... Uh, I think uh, Steelers coming off a big game versus Tennessee and the Baltimore Ravens coming off a bye. I just feel like the Ravens probably can take this game and the home team usually wins this game. The only thing that concerns me a little bit is the spread. What are your feelings on it? Yeah, you know, this game to me, kind of like last week with Pittsburgh and Tennessee, it's more of a game that I want to watch as opposed to have some action on. 
uh, both teams are pretty good. Both teams uh, are solid. They've got good defenses and the offense is, uh, they've been playing pretty well. You know, Pittsburgh has picked it up a lot lately. Um, but yeah, that, that, that hook is, is, is a little scary. It, yeah. It, it makes me kind of just put this on a maybe column as opposed to uh, a three-star game. Yeah. All right. We'll move on, but uh, I might try to convince you later on if we're short on picks to go with the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Next up, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills came in at three and a half. Now, uh, at the start of the week, I had no interest in this game, but then when I saw the number, it came in much lower than I thought. I thought the Bills would be like, you know, probably five, six-point favorites, and it's sitting in three-and-a-half, intrigues me. Um, I just don't think New England's very good, and I know that because I've been betting on them for the last three weeks and been punished for it. So where are you sitting with this game? You know, as much as I think uh, Buffalo is a better team, they've kind of taken a step back over the last uh, couple of weeks, and New England has looked really bad, I'll give you that. But it's hard for me to really envision a Bill Belichick team uh, playing this poorly for what four consecutive weeks now. Um, yeah. I kind of like I kind of like the Patriots in this one. All right, so we're on split ends on that one. I guess we'll probably have to move on. Um, next up, the Tennessee Titans at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are five and a half point favorites. Not a ton of feel on this game. Uh, I, Tennessee will for sure probably win this pretty easy, but. Uh, the Bengals are right now undefeated against the spread, so it they tend to score a lot of points late and cover their line. So that five and a half makes me a little nervous, especially with the poorest Tennessee defense. But uh, I don't know where are you sitting on this one. Wait, so Tennessee's getting five and a half? In no, this game? Tennessee's favored by five and a half. Oh, Since he's okay. getting five and a half. Okay, so you just wanted to make that. Because I was about to say, I'm, I'm going with Tennessee, baby. Well, if we're going that way, then yes, I'm perfectly fine with taking Tennessee, getting five and a half points. But uh, no, they're favored by five and a half. So what are you thinking on that one? You know, uh, that Tennessee defense uh, is what kind of pauses everything for me. It just, their defense just isn't that good. And, and they have, you know, shown that they, they're vulnerable to give up a lot of points. Uh, Cincinnati, like you said, they can put up points, especially late in the game. You know, when Joe Burrow goes for, you know, 70 pass completions, uh, he, he can put up some points. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just I – don't, I, don't like, I don't like taking road favorites with that big of a spread. Yeah, me too. So uh, we'll move on from that one. This ne- next one's a little tricky. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh the Browns have been beaters of terrible teams, so it probably is your judge whether the Raiders are a terrible team or not. Uh, I kind of like the Raiders here getting two and a half points, um, but uh, I don't love it, especially with them on the road and as bad as they looked last week. But uh, Cleveland's defense didn't look all that great last week, so I, I think the Raiders can score on them. I think we're definitely in for a shootout, but uh, where are you sitting with this one? You know, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, I personally kind of like Cleveland in this game. Um, but I could be swayed either way. It, I just don't have really good feelings about either team. So 
uh, I've taken the Browns before several times and they've cost me. And uh, when I decided not to take them, they come out and cover their spread. So um, this is this is a maybe for me, uh, more kind of to, towards where you're leaning. All right. Uh, we'll put in the maybes then. Uh, I'm not overwhelmingly in love with the Raiders, but uh, just uh, defensively, I think they can – they seem to be able to score on bad defensive teams. Now, once again, once they play good teams, they seem to lose. So this is sort of a battle of which team is sort of better than the other in the we can't beat good teams, but we can beat crappy teams category. Yeah, that, I, that's pretty much where I have it. All right. Uh, next up, uh, the Indianapolis Colts at the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are getting two and a half points. Um, this one probably plays out a little like Atlanta. Some team's going to do something stupid at the end of the game, and uh, the other team is going to win. If you can figure out which team that is, we probably have a winner on our hands, but uh, I can't figure out which team that is. The only thing I see an edge in is the Colts are coming off a bye. So uh, where are you sitting? I kind of like the Colts. They they have a, a better defense than the Lions do, and the Lions have shown us throughout the season that they can find uh, new ways to lose games. Even though they're at home with the Colts coming off of a bye, I kind of like the Colts. Uh, do you remember who the quarterback is for the Indianapolis I, I Colts? I do. Trust me, I do. <laughs> and and it gives me it gives me reason to pause each time that I want to pick them. But, you know, over the last couple of weeks, he's kind of limited his mistakes. He hasn't really done uh, the things we expect him to do. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like him. I don't think that the spread's uh, too – you know, too far. Uh, I think they could probably pull it off. I needed you to take the other side of the lion so I don't get pulled into the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> trap here. I mean, just, just think about it for a second. The Colts with that defense, you know, if Philip Rivers manages the game well, can they win by a field goal? Oh, I, I was very much on the Colts. I, it just, oh god, the. I do not want to be involved with watching interceptions over the middle of the field as he's flinging it off his back foot. All right. We'll put the Colts down as one of our five. Lock it in, baby. Yes, lock it, lock in. it in. I'm. We're going to get burned twice by the Lions. I feel like this is a Phillip Rivers pick six with 50 seconds left or something. I, I can start, you know, all of a sudden I'm starting to feel it. I can feel this this lock right here. It's going to be locked down just as tight as his bolo is. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Spread's pretty big. Vikings off a bye. Uh, Packers looked good again last week. Uh, there's going to be no Aaron Jones, so uh, I'm sort of in between on this one. Uh, the Vikings sort of given up on the season, so it wouldn't stun me if the Pack annihilate them but uh this point spread just seemed to maybe two points too high for me where are you sitting yeah i see where you're coming from it's it's at six and a half it's a little high um the only thing that kind of makes me stop to think a little bit is the fact that we've been doing this we've been playing this doing this dance back and forth with green bay all season long they get pretty big spreads um and we don't take them because you know when you're when you're gambling, you don't want to take a large spread. You don't want to gamble on the fact that 
the team's going to put up big points and hold the other uh, team to a lower amount of points. But Green Bay has been, they've been doing pretty good at, at, at least covering the spreads over the last few weeks, other than that Tampa Bay game. Um, I, I like Green Bay. I mean, I'm still hesitant to take a spread that big, but I, I think that they could do it. All right. Uh, I think I can live with Green Bay here. Uh, I just don't think the Vikings have much life left. So uh, we'll mark Green Bay down as one of our ones and uh, live in the world of Indianapolis and Green Bay so far. All right. Next up, we have a friend of ours. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> New York, New York. You know when this line came out where I was going. Don't you dare. You told me about this a few days ago. Don't you dare. You knew when it was coming out where I was going. The Kansas City Chiefs are at the New York Jets and are favored by 20 and a half points. Oh, my God. Do we take the Jets getting 20 and a half points at home? Sam Darnold will be back. If you saw him last week. They scored six whole points. Yeah, I know. I saw him last week. He what did he do? He, he threw what 125 yards or something like that. That's what he threw multiple times. So it was. You know, I know your love for New York. I have no love for New York. They're getting <laughs> no. a 20 point spread at home. Yeah, and there's a reason why. There's a reason why they're getting a college type spread in the professional game of football. It's because they're that bad. Although I'll give them some credit, they played better against Buffalo, but yeah, it was a di- it was a divisional game though. Divisional games tend to be a little bit a little bit tighter. Um, this is a conference game. <laughs> you're just trying to edge you closer and closer, aren't you? All right, we'll move on from this one. I don't know how much analysis is really needed, um, other than how big the margin is going to be. But uh, we might want to revisit if we don't have five. I mean, is this is this the biggest spread we've had all season? Oh, yeah, by far. I, this is probably one of the biggest home spreads I've ever seen in my life. Oh, gosh. It, it's so tempting when you <laughs> when you look at that 20 and a half. But I could totally see Kansas City winning by 35. I think if it was 21, I'd probably be even more bullish on it. But uh, at 20, the three touchdown margin, I could... <laughs> Oh, guys, this is so sad that we're sitting here laughing at a professional football team because of a 20-and-a-half-point spread. I I mean, I pretty much can guarantee the Chiefs are probably going to score in the 35-38 to 38 range. It becomes, can the Jets get to 14? That's, a, that's the thing. That's the big question mark is, do they have any type of offense to score on the Chiefs, especially on the road? I don't know. I don't think they do. All right, we'll move on off that one. Um, next up, I feel like we're going to be fighting over. The Los Angeles Rams are versus the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are getting four and a half points. You know what time it is. It's two a time. And when it's two a time, I think we should ride this Dolphins all the way to the playoffs. You you have a lot of love for Tua. I, I know this because uh, I've seen it personally, but... I still haven't seen what he what he's done in the NFL, man, and it's hard for me to pick him as a favorite. Uh, their team in general is pretty gritty, and you know they they've got a, a solid team. I don't see why they changed quarterback at this point in the season yet, but 
you know, if because you feel confident. Tua is great? Well, let's see. Tua was great in college. You know, what has he done in the NFL? That's always, you know, the talking point for everyone when it comes to, you know, these rookies is what have they done in the NFL? We um, finally if, have our stepping stone from Dan Marino. <laughs> wow, you're going all out. I am once again becoming a Dolphins fan. When they kicked Marino out, I sort of lost love for them. And I've been in purgatory for 20 years waiting for somebody to come back. And Tua's back. And I'm a Dolphins fan once again. All right, so what you're saying is you're a Dolphins fan and I'm a Rams fan. And you want me to pick against my team with an unproven rookie quarterback. Well, yes, but it could possibly be the greatest quarterback in the next 40 years of football. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a, a player who tested positive for COVID this, this past few days in the college ranks that uh, a lot of people are pretty high on. Yes, I know. But, uh, He's going to end up with the Jets, and that will derail any career whatsoever. <laughs> well, let's see. If, how confident do you feel in this game? Uh, not very confident. I probably do have it in my uh, picks for the week, mostly because I was very barren on my picks like I was last week and couldn't find much I liked. So uh, I threw it in there with them getting points at home. But uh, we can move on. I, I figured this one was probably going to always be a no-go. Yeah, it's pretty much a stalemate, but I'm, I'm kind of feeling that we're going to have a little bit of head-to-head action in our individual picks, so. All right, next up, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are getting two and a half points. Chargers have been good, but uh, road favorite scares me with rookie quarterback with this Denver defense. Now, uh, the Broncos offense is kind of atrocious, and I, I feel like that Chargers defense can eat up Drew Locke, but uh, I think it's going to be cold in Denver again, and I I can handle Kansas City going to Denver and dominating in the cold. I'm a little less uh, excited about seeing the Chargers going to Denver and handling the cold. Uh, so where are you sitting on this one? I got to be honest with you. I kind of like the Chargers. I feel like we've seen uh, at least a decent amount from – um, the quarterback, he, he's been doing pretty good. You know, he's, he's uh, surprising a lot of people, and he seems to show improvement week in, week out. Now, Denver, we talked about it a little last week. They're really not as good as we thought they were when they beat the Patriots. Um, and just for those reasons, I, I kind of like Denver. I mean, sorry, I kind of like San Diego, San Diego, L.A. I'm all over the place, man. I'm drinking my coffee right now. I'm not quite awake yet. All right. Uh, I don't love it, but uh, we'll put it down in the maybe category and uh, see where we go from there. I, I don't want too many road favorites. We're trying to move up from our one and five. I know. I know. Trust me. All right. Next up, the New Orleans Saints at the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears are getting two and a half points. Uh, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to play. So, I don't know. I don't love the Saints going on the road. Once again, a warm-weather quarterback going outside in Chicago makes me a little nervous. And I know the Bears' offense looked terrible last week, but uh, I'm just not feeling them, uh, the Saints, being road favorites when it's probably going to be 20 degrees in Chicago outside. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you as as much as I think that uh, the Saints are a better team. Just the uh, weather conditions, a dome team going to the elements, uh, especially as it's starting to get colder now, um, it it's a little cause for concern. You I know, have, but I don't want to take the Bears either, but uh, I just I don't like the Saints outside in the cold. And Drew Brees had some like atrocious record when it's like under forty degrees outside. So, now listen, I don't like the Bears either, but I do have to give you the stat: they are getting better. You know, they completed their first 40-plus yard pass of the season. It only took seven weeks. Yeah, I... Eh, <laughs> eh. I, think, oh, yeah. I think we'll move on from that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was, uh, that was bad. All right, the next one up, the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to go back to the well. I think we should ride Seattle here. Um San Francisco, once again, is just, I've never seen anything like it, really, where half their team just goes down every week. Samuel's out this week. Ayuk's out this week. Uh, Mostert was already out. And uh, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., who ran the ball so well first, New England is out. Their defense has already, you know, been banged up with all the same guys out. So uh, I think Seattle rolls in this one at home this week. What do you think? Well, listen, I... I... I'm with you as far as uh, taking Seattle. I, I like Seattle to win this game. And the only reason I like him to win this game is because of Russell Wilson at home. And that's really the only the only reason. Their defense is uh, pretty bad, as some might even say atrocious. And San Francisco, we talked about it a little bit last week. You know, they kind of have a system where you can kind of plug guys in and play and still produce. Now, it hasn't happened every single week, and – you know, all these injuries are, are new to this week, so I'm not going to say that they're going to perform well, but I could definitely see this being a tight game. But I like I like Seattle uh, because of Russell Wilson at home. All right, we'll take Seattle. That's our third one. Um, next up, the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. The Cowboys have yet to cover a spread this year, but um, – I don't know if I have the guts to take Philly minus more than a touchdown, um, even with Danucci at quarterback. Uh, are we in love with Dallas this week, or have we moved on from that face? Oh, no, trust me. I, I, that's it. I'm done. I don't care if they have Danucci, Bertoli, uh, Rigatoni. I don't, I don't care who they have back there. You know, I'm done with Dallas. I'm done with them. But I also don't think – I can see myself picking Philadelphia in this horrible, horrible division. And it'll be the only time Dallas plays well all year long in this stupid game. So, of course, they're gonna make they're gonna make us look like asses. All right, we we will stay away from the Dallas Philly game. We should probably just stay away from all NFC East games overall. But uh, next Here's up, another the, one. <laughs> yeah. Next up, the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the New York Giants. Uh, this line is ten and a half, but um, I guess the Bucks are poisoning teams' offensive line. Uh, the Giants had a lineman go out, and then all of them got quarantined. So I don't know where this line's going to end up, or who's going to be available on the offensive line for the Giants. So that's a little scary. But uh, road ten and a half is pretty much an automatic no for me, no matter what. So uh, I don't have a feel either way on this game. Where are you sitting? No, I agree with you. Um, 
Tampa's been playing a lot better. They seem to kind of, you know, uh, be getting into a good rhythm, especially almost halfway through the season. So uh, good, good for them. But at 10 and a half on the road, I'm staying away from it. All right. So we got three. We need two more. Um, I liked the Ravens. You liked, um, which one did you like? You liked the Chargers. And we were sort of split on, um, what game were we split on? Uh, the Raiders, I think. So what if we split the difference? I'll, we'll throw Baltimore and you can throw your Los Angeles Chargers in there. Well, not my Los Angeles Chargers, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you have the whole uh, city. <laughs> no, 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 I'm a one-team type of person. But, yeah, uh, that sounds good. I think we could do that. Once Herbert becomes the best quarterback in L.A., we're going to see you with a bunch of lightning bolt gear all of a sudden. But, buddy, that won't happen, man. I mean, I used to rock the horns even when we were winning one game a season. You know, that's I'm loyal to a fault. So... <laughs> That's not going to happen, but I do wish them well. All right, so those were our five. Um, we have the Ravens, the Colts, the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Chargers. So a solid bunch. Hopefully they will do better than last week, and uh, our luck will flip a little bit from last week's god-awful uh, showing. Yeah, we can't do it. Well, I guess we could do worse, but if we do, <laughs> I'm probably done for the season. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to our picks for the week. Uh, last week, you went two and three. You had a win in Carolina. Um, the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys did not win for you. The Los Angeles Rams did win for you. The Atlanta Falcons, as we spoke about earlier, decided to score a touchdown and then play bad defense. Did not get a win for you. And once again, the Seattle Seahawks uh, threw away that game and did not get a win for you, which put you at 2-3 and three and 18-18 and 18 on the year. You're still sitting at Mount 500. So a good week this week puts you back in the green. What do you got uh, this week? You know, uh, I really, I'm just throwing feelers out there for our head-to-heads. Um, I'm, I'm a little bummed out after last week, so I'm trying to pick myself up. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, probably go with four games this week. All right. Uh, I have I have four games as well this week. I went one and two last week. Uh, we both ate it on the Atlanta touchdown and then death. Um I had New England, which was just death, and uh, <laughs> I had the New England-San Francisco under, which was a win, which seems to be my only hot play every week is take New England's under. So I'm now at 21-26 and 26 on the year, and uh, I got four plays this week. So what's your first play of the week? Let's see. For my first play, I'm going against our mutual picks, and I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers getting three and a half. Oh, my. Guess what I have on my number one pick? It's the Baltimore Ravens. So this should be an interesting week for us, definitely. Because I have a feeling we're probably going to have a matchup later on as well. This is just going to make the game that much more interesting, to be honest with you. All right. So you have the Steelers. I have the Ravens. What do you have up next? My next one, I'm rolling with them again. They've paid off for me so far. So Los Angeles Rams... 
three point favorites at Miami. Well, you'll never believe this, <laughs> but I have the Miami Dolphins. Oh God! So one of us is going to have a pretty good week, and uh, one of us is not. Uh, so far, head to head, you've been kicking my ass. So we'll see if I can flip that luck a little bit this week. Uh, what's your next pick? Let's see. For my next pick, I am taking the Colts over the Lions. All right. See, I don't have a play on that game, so I can cheer on the Colts and uh, hope for good things as I watch Philip Rivers burn your soul. <laughs> All right. My next one up, I, I have the Pittsburgh-Baltimore under 46 and a half. Uh, this is going to be a defensive game and pretty low scoring, I'm pretty sure, because it is every year. No, well, for your sake, I hope it is. And right. uh, let's see, for my last one, just like I said earlier, I don't think I could see Bill Belichick going down like that four weeks in a row. So I'm going to roll with the wife's team, and I'm taking the uh, Patriots uh, at the Bills, getting three and a half. Oh, this could be a sour household on Sunday with the Rams going down to the new greatest quarterback of all time in Tua and the wife watching the once dynasty <laughs> fall to tatters. It's a, it's a very Roman existence. I think it's going to happen this weekend. Uh, uh, I really hope that's not the case. <laughs> all right. My last one of the week is the Seattle Seahawks at minus two and a half. So I, a little of that mutual action going on. Yeah, there. I know. I, we're against each other and have a little mutual action going on as well. So, a fun, exciting week of picks, definitely. Are you sure you don't want to take your uh, New York Jets? No, uh, it's down to nineteen and a half. Uh, <laughs> I don't want less points. I want more. And I was. I think I probably only would have taken if it gotten up to like twenty three. Let me see if I can hit that uh, Vegas sports book a few times, see if I can sway that line over for you a little bit. Yeah, I know. Uh, the gambling goes legal on Sunday. So uh, if you want to sign up and uh, put as much money as you can on the Chiefs and get my line up there to 24, I'll be happy to take the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the wife will accept that one either. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how much it's going to take to sway that line that much. Probably a lot because everybody's been putting money on the Jets and it's been going down. So, all right, that's our show for the week. Uh, look for Know It All Champ Chesterfield also to drop today and our Fantasy Football Friday. And uh, Monday, we'll have you back to discuss the boxing action on the Know It All. And uh, you're also going to do some NBA draft stuff. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds about right. I think uh, we're going to throw our hat in the NBA ring and see what's going on with the season looming. Yeah. All right. Multiple hats, multiple sports for you. You're going to be busy, but uh, it should be entertaining. All right. That's our show for the week. And we're out. <laughs>